Blog Talk Radio. What have we all been on pins and needles about these days? Well, guess what? We're not even going to talk about that. Good evening. I'm Tanya Hathaway, and I am your host of Tanya Talks, where your voice is heard and your story is told on Marty Oakley's TS Radio Network and Stephen Burke's 89.9 KLRB FM Lighthouse Christian Radio in Oklahoma. Um, Stephen will be picking up this show tonight in about four minutes. He's running about five minutes behind, he said. Um, So hopefully anybody who's trying to uh, catch this via radio in uh, Oklahoma, they'll they'll just hang hang with us, and uh, and, uh, he will be broadcasting any moment now. Busy, busy man. Well, tonight we're going to talk about, gee, whatever you guys want to talk about, you know, I got this uh, promo and the show up a little bit later today, and um, and I just decided that we're going to kind of like talk a little, be broad, be a little bit broad about, um, you know, uh, what anybody wants, is interested in talking about. So uh, what is going on, what's going on that's wrong, what's going on that's right, uh, or what's getting better, or what's getting worse, or what you had hopes for. And but we can talk about some of those little local um, elections if if you'd like to um, in Oklahoma. Um, to, uh, I am not a lawyer, but I am your all-in advocate, radio host. Certainly do an awful lot of investigating, especially these days. Uh, public speaker. And uh, a rally warrior, let me tell you, and Tina Gertz and I, uh, Tina, and we do a show together uh, called Oklahoma's Incarcerated True Stories and How They Got There. Well, she spent um, last week in New England with me, and we had some nice time, you know, got out in some nice weather and whatnot, but uh, but we just needed to hone in on our mission statements and come up with our our plans and the paperwork finally has been submitted. Uh, finally, has been submitted for our nonprofit for Journeys to Justice Inc. So we are just pending that paperwork. It took longer than expected, uh, but uh, that's because uh, starting a nonprofit is a little bit complex. But well, it's very complex. But uh, we wanted to make sure that we were doing it right. We did institute some professional help, which is always a good thing. And um, and we're just super excited about uh, what that means to us as far as advocates and what, and what that will lend us uh, to be better at doing. Uh, but I will wait until Tina is on with me, and we'll go further with that. But in the meantime... We are looking in Oklahoma and some surrounding states, too, or other states, because we're going to have different chapters in uh, various states uh, for, for those that want to volunteer, those interested in volunteering, that we, will, we are looking for talent. Those are good at writing, those that are um, interested in have equipment and want to do some documentaries, um, those that will help with rallies, those that can help gather information, um, and we'll be looking for um, some kind, some equipment so that we can use at rallies, um, and, and various things like that to make us much more effective and getting where we need to go. We have had some successes along the way, but we're not done yet. So that being said, um, either myself, Marty Oakley, or Stephen Burke can be held uh, liable for any error of content 
given uh, that, you know, right now we are, I mean, we're a show where we collect a lot of facts, a lot of information. I do an awful lot of research. But during the times when we just have call-ins and people are sharing information um, and it's not, the show isn't completely about just their case or whatnot, you know, I I have very good um, vetting skills, and we've done great with uh, uh, with with having honest and authentic people on with us. So I'm not so concerned about that. But if there is something that you feel uh, as a listener that we've gotten wrong or that I've gotten wrong, I'd like you to um, certainly email me at injustice in Oklahoma at gmail dot com. Injustice in Oklahoma at gmail.com and let me know what's up and if I have to make a correction and if I have to apologize I will that's that's just fine um but you know we, we do vetting both ways and you're you're more than welcome to, to to vet me as well my name is Tanya Hathaway so uh onward we go I uh very excited about tonight's show it's going to fly by it's just an hour tonight and uh Stephen just uh, Stephen Burks, producer of uh, the radio show of um, Lighthouse Radio Show, just said it's going to be ten minutes. So we're looking at about four or five more minutes for him to come on, pass that along online. If anybody has an opportunity to, that he'll uh, he'll be on live very soon uh, out of Stewart, Oklahoma. So uh, with with me tonight, I've got James Treat, who's been a regular on the show, but hasn't been a regular lately. We've just moved on to another subject quite a bit that we've been concentrating on with the prisons and the conditions and whatnot, and and um, and really just you know been piercing that uh, section of uh, public corruption in in Oklahoma. Uh, tonight we're going to talk about uh, again what you guys want to talk about. Uh, and and I know that James is, you know, he's a, a retired level C executive. He's a whistleblower. He's a public speaker. And uh, he also um, uh, went to law school. He didn't complete law school because he went on to other things. But he's very, very much engaged in the community, in the state, and in, and in affairs of, of the government. So we've got with us tonight James Treat. How are you? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? Good, good. I'm doing good. I'm glad to have you on. Good to hear your voice, and um, and and I know that uh, things have been, you know, relatively quiet over in your area there. I know it doesn't mean that um, that things are perfect, but certainly uh, things have been less um, offensive towards you. And, and targeted towards you as a whistleblower because you had endured a great deal of um, of um, a- abuse. Um, I know it hasn't all been made whole. I am well aware of that. But the, the nice thing is right now that at least you're you know things have calmed down a bit, and and that's a really good thing. And you've got some bright spots that are happening there uh, in in uh, Calvin, Oklahoma, which is in Hughes County. So what can you? So what are your thoughts about what is going on in Oklahoma these days, and um, with the election results, or you know what's happening with any uh, mayors, or you know what's going on in in your view? And we do have uh, also another caller who's going to be with us tonight, and her name is Cynthia Porter, and she'll be joining us with James in about. Uh, 10, 15 minutes, so just bear with us, Cynthia. I'm looking forward to having you on. So talk with me. Talk with us. James? Yes. Hi. So oh, how I, didn't, I, didn't, how I, didn't, I didn't realize you were, I didn't realize you were uh, ready to go. Well, oh, you should have hit the snooze alarm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, hey, I, I, actually, hold on one second. We're going to pause this right now because I know Cynthia Porter is on right now. So I do want to introduce Cynthia. So, Cynthia, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, Cynthia. Thank you. Uh, Cynthia and I have had some brief dialogue and um, – 
And as the show knows, we've talked a lot about courts and prosecutors and judges and uh, family court and, you know, kangaroo court and, and worse. Uh, but but uh, it's kind of funny because when we are talking about it, Cynthia actually referred to it as a circus with cl- like clowns running around in suits. So I'm excited to hear. Um, we're going to introduce her story just a little bit and we're going to have her on. Uh, again, at a, more, a dedicated show just for her. So she's going to share her two cents uh, about uh, what's going on in family court and how it, it imploded or exploded from there. Um, just, you know, how things can get so out of hand, so out of control as it did with her. So, um, you know, stick with us here, you know, um, you know, feel free to comment with what James is sharing or, yeah, I agree or whatever. So roundtable it. And if we have other callers that want to call in, uh, please be sure to call 917-388-4520 and press the number one. If you want to get on, we're going to talk with James Three and Cynthia Porter first. Okay, James. Well, there's not uh, a lot of update as far as the local area but you know the general consensus here is then to just let it kind of run its course and let them uh have enough rope to hang themselves or to continue kind of burying themselves you know little by little um mm-hmm. you know there is a new town attorney um uh, don't know what his total effectiveness is with them. I don't know whether he's the calming force or not. Uh, You know, they continue to drive their own agenda, one specific person being the town administrator, uh, so they call him, uh, that just seems to attack and go after certain people and use total hogwash ideas, for the lack of a better word, to not hook up their water or to make them jump through hoops over something that he wouldn't make, you know, the family with the right last name do that type of thing. And, right. you know, we've, we've had, um, one of the town council members, uh, this is Calvin, Oklahoma. This is a little town with approximately 200 uh, population. Uh, that's kind of stepped back a little bit to do a little bit, uh, or to independently think on some issues, which wasn't necessarily done before, uh, ask questions. Uh, the council actually did something for a particular person and granted him leeway. Not that he even had to be there to ask their permission, but they did grant it, and it was over uh, wanting to have a trailer on his property where someone could stay there. Well, the ironic thing of that is is that the mayor – has an RV trailer on a vacant lot across the street from her house that she's doing the very same thing on. The only caveat there is is that she's got an electrical cord, ran across the physical street to provide electricity to this RV. This gentleman just simply wanted his water turned off. And it's mm-hmm. just that kind of malarkey on and on, over and over, uh, with not treating everyone the same and abiding by their own local ordinances, much less state law. It's, it's, it's a inherent inbred culture that we're special. We get special privileges where we don't have to abide by the rules. And this just isn't in, in, your, in your little area of Calvin either, is it? I mean, you, you shared with me a conversation that you were having with somebody that you happened to run into the other, the other day and how you got right onto this subject when you both realized that, um, that you're on the same page when it came to public corruption. Am I correct? Oh, absolutely. And since we have spoke on that particular person, Another gentleman just last Saturday morning at breakfast in a little town 12 miles from here, he said, it's, it doesn't, he, he even elaborated on just not the local government. He just said, in our church, we have corruption. We don't have transparency of where the money goes. In our local church, much less 
the local town government. And I mean, it, it's just a, a good old boy system that's going to have to be whittled away slowly but surely. But the point is, is the general public, being he and the other gentlemen, are just normal people trying to live their life. That one gentleman that we spoke of was trying to take up for his son and ended up getting caught up in a, a, a travesty and actually had to spend six or seven months in jail simply for following his son home because his son had a broken taillight and he wanted to make sure that he was behind the vehicle, um, followed him up into his driveway. A state trooper of all people claimed that he was impeding him stopping the vehicle. And this gentleman probably said a few things that he might should have thought twice about saying. But again, that's no reason for him to pay the consequence of being put in jail and the legal right. expenses okay, so and everything that went so along with it. His son had a light out on his vehicle, and so the father was following him. So the son must have called him, asked him to follow him, so he didn't get stopped on the way home. Is that correct? More or less, yes. I mean, I, I skipped okay. through it, but, yeah, that's the gist of it. And so, the, so okay. But you had also shared that prior to that, um, this he, – He had this made a complaint to the yep. OSBI about the county sheriff. About the county and, sheriff. And ironically, he was pinpointed and targeted in this little small community. Uh, they were going to make him walk the line. They were going to teach him a lesson, more or less. Right. Well, something I've learned is the OSBI is only there for the policing departments or sheriff departments. They are not right. there for F citizens. Right, right. You have to be called on by the sheriff, the prosecutor, uh, or, or local police department. Uh, correct. Yep. Right. Yep. So the only place that you can really file a complaint is with a lawsuit or a tort claim, intent to sue or with the Department of Justice, which recently has had its problems itself also. Um, but that's who you would turn the complaint into. Mm-hmm. And, and You would definitely be targeted with OSBI. Yep. Or just ignored. No. Because OSBI <laughs> is going to call them up. Yeah, well, okay, yeah, right, right, right. You can be ignored, but in this case, it called them up and said, what's going on? Probably. Okay, so you complain. So what's, you know, and what's the sense in OSBI calling them up and letting them know? You know what I mean? Other than to put a target on his back. Exactly right. Well, Lydia. I spoke to Agent Justice, uh, according to what she said when I went. Um, I believed her. I didn't ask her ID. I knew she was lying to me anyway, but. Right. Um, it, it was just a sad education on how that whole system works together. Right. It's the fox guarding the hen house, isn't it? Yeah, well, our justice system is a laughing stock of all states. Anytime they think of uh, Oklahoma, we're women bashers. We don't test rape kits. We throw them in prison two and a half times the national rate. Um there is no oversight or protection for those who do complain. Um, I came up with two felony charges because I filed an official tort claim, which is an intent to sue a police department um, for abuse of uh, law, you know, abuse of power. Abuse of power. Mm-hmm. And um, because of me filing that, Within eight days of that becoming public, I had two felony charges. Um, so there they is quickly no... They created a narrative against you, didn't they? Yes. Yes. Um, in every aspect that they could. And, and it's sad because it's the same thing that's happening in this gentleman's town where they're just targeting certain people and there is no rule book. They will break that person and win, um, or the person will just be quiet and go away. Um, 
I kind of did a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I, I, I understand that wholeheartedly, um, and and so and that's what gets you involved in in the advocacy, isn't it? Because it can break you, it can take you to your knees, but then you know you, you realize that you're not alone, right? Did you just think, wow, how could this ever be happening? All right? Did anybody not believe you? No, I saw I saw the money. I I saw my ex husband pay an ADA in the hallway of the courthouse, ten thousand dollars wrapped in a newspaper. Um, it wasn't surprising to me what was happening, but in all the areas that they were able to touch, and um, because I was boisterous, I became a target just for my mouth. Um, mm-hmm. I was broadcasting on TV before all this happened, so I was used to being in a public eye. Um, mm-hmm. And I never have been quiet, but mm-hmm. I have been scared because I haven't been. <laughs> right. Well, if you're quiet, things don't get done. You know, well, if you're quiet, I appeal. Uh, I mean, you can I do things, get things done quietly. But you, but I do believe that what it takes is, you know, the mass of people to, uh, you know, unite and speak out against the public corruption uh, that is taking place. And in your case, it is in uh, what county? Pottawatomie. Pottawatomie. And what part of the state is that? That is about 25 miles um, east of Oklahoma City, I-40. Okay. Okay. Now, in Pottawatomie County, the district attorney that I protested against because her ADA was getting money, um, she was placed there by Governor Keating because the previous DA and other people were removed from official capacity due to corruption in the town. Okay, so, so they actually were removed. Yeah, uh, before me, before I even moved to Oklahoma. Okay. And when I moved and here, then these people were there. Okay. So. And it, 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 it didn't it, get any better, did it? Well, I'm not from here. Right. So and they let me know. Right. So and where are you cost, from? Uh, well, we came out from California, moved out here two weeks before the Murrah Building bombing um, to get away from crime in California with our eight children. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, and there's um, – my corruption even involves the Department of Human Services. Um, I even went to them with a sexual abuse that um, in my face was confirmed – and she said she would uh, mail me a treatment plan. I should get in in two weeks. I got a letter that said, oh, they didn't find anything. Case is closed. So, Oh, my goodness. My ex-husband having a senator for his attorney was able to bridge um, normal links that would not be able to be made if it was just I don't know. It, it was just attorney. crazy. Well, you'd be you'd be you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. But but uh, how how long have you been in Oklahoma for now, Cynthia? Um, since April of '95. Oh, okay. All right. So you're pretty well seasoned with this now. Um, so uh, <laughs> you're pretty well seasoned. So how did this all all start? Did it start in family court? It did. Um, we had had a tragic accident. Uh, one of our children, my husband ran over with a brush hog. Um, four oh days goodness. after I got home from the hospital with her, his mental inabilities to deal with his own guilt and the situation that happened, he turned violent and was unmanageable to me because I had to take care of this baby with two broken legs and almost died several times and da 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 And you know, he's Wait, wanting uh, my so attention. He, okay, the tri- so the the child had two broken legs as a result of the accident. Right, and cuts to the bone. Oh. And then they went, uh, right after that physical altercation, I did try to get a protective order, which was not granted. 
and I did file for divorce that I became the defendant in. <laughs> Even though you started as the petitioner. So, and what they had done happen? is, well, I filed in a FD um, is what I filed for divorce. Yeah. And the children had gone into DHS custody. Now, the affidavit that my husband had attached to his divorce petition had on it July 30th, and they scratched out the zero and put RD on top of it. But the case number on that one was JFD 319 or 97 319, which that case was not created on July 3rd. That case wasn't created till the end of July. So yes. they, um, I've seen this before. I've seen this before. I've seen this before. They got mm-hmm. a $500,000 judgment in the civil case across the hall so that I would not get anything in the divorce. <laughs> and we had a lot of assets, and it was nasty. And the children, um, but... It, there are so certain what, steps, in, and they're easy to do to incorporate to, to help protect from this. Um, what do you mean One, whenever I took that court order to my probation officer that said I had to take a gun safety course while I'm on a felony probation, that should have been taken, her responsibilities to abide by the law and uphold the law and constitution, blah, 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 blah. Several people should have done something along the way. I took okay. it to her and cried so and said, here. you were charged with, what were you charged with? As you know, these, are you claiming that these are setups, right? I pled to one charge. Now, I filed the tort claim against the police department, and then uh, they came back with two felony charges. One was grand larceny, and my ex-husband was the plaintiff or the complainant, and one of my children was the only state's witness. Well, you're, you're doggone right. I said I did it. Now what? Um, I wasn't going to let them mess with the kids. Eh? So right, right. I did plead to that. And while I was on that probation is, is when I was court-ordered to take the gun safety course. So why did they court-order you to take a gun safety course when you're not supposed to even have a gun at this point. Am I correct? You are 100% correct. I'm not allowed to be around, touch, look at, smell, <laughs> anything. I'm not allowed to be around firearms. Except and, for and when they, a judge tells me that I've got to break the law by doing it. So you, got, you're just, ordered to take a gun safety course when you've got, when you pled guilty for something that you didn't do to keep your kids out of having to show up in court and your and your husband hires an ex senator as an attorney no he for was him? cheating he was he was uh sitting in the state senate our business partner had hired Brad Henry as an attorney and sued me for his part of whatever the business. Well, Brad Henry had to drop him to go play governor, and my ex-husband's attorney took his seat on the Senate House. So he was an official politician and an attorney at the same time. Gee, James, what do you think about that? Do we have any conflicts of interest there? Oh, just a tad. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah. I just uh, This is the same uh, County that the video Was posted about seven eight months Ago where the law enforcement People down at Asher uh, uh-huh. Went on private property Without a warrant supposedly In lieu of a uh, Running down a drug dealer Do you remember that And they tried to order yeah, they were uh, just In front of their house Right and they tried ordering that individual Out of that house and threatened to go get a warrant, and you don't want to make us go get a warrant. Right. But they held their ground. But this, that's, uh, my point is, that's the same county. Yeah. Yeah. 
So exactly. So okay. They and there oh, were goodness. federal agents involved with that, along with the sheriff and the local PD, and they were crawling underneath the house. They cut off the electricity in the house, and all of this was that is without a warrant. Okay. Trying to force yeah, the individual out. Yeah, I think I remember. Now, this isn't the one that was plowed through with the guy in it, is it? No. No, this okay. is Ruby. This is Ruby Strickland. Oh, this was her house? Yes, this was where she was staying, yes. Oh, I wasn't aware she was staying there. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Okay. All right. And she Got filmed it. the whole thing and had her daughter there with her, or one of her daughters. Okay. Anyway, the, okay. it, it, that is one of, the, one of the more corrupt counties, outright okay. and blatant in your face. Okay. The judge that ruled on me had to step down from the bench because he sealed Blake Shelton's and Miranda Lambert's divorce records so the paparazzi couldn't come to the courthouse and get copies. Well, right. it doesn't take a whole bunch of people, but it does take a whole bunch of power. Now, for people who don't know who you're talking about, they're, they're, um, they're, they're basically, they're musicians. They're very popular musicians. Is that correct? Yeah. Right. Okay. So there was a a case there, and and the records were sealed. But you know how often you know how often do uh, do records get sealed when they're not supposed to be, anyways? You know, is it because it's um, a high profile case that that the, actually you know they had to be held accountable? That judge had to be held accountable because yes. the press got a hold of yes. it. Mm-hmm. Paparazzi equals power. Paparazzi. Yes. Well, we sure know that in this, this day and age, don't we? And, you know, I don't know where Blake Shelton's house is, but legally you have to live within the county for six months before you can file for a petition for divorce. Right. But he is the ambassador for the wildlife or something for Oklahoma, so he actually has a government position in the state of Oklahoma that gives him special Right, treatment for open okay. court counties. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yep. It's not pretty. It's really so sad. it's not pretty. No. So you had said something about uh, AK-47s and 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 whatnot. Now, what was that all about? Okay, so um, we had gone through the divorce. The divorce was final. As soon as the divorce was final, he started being okay. I started uh, wanting to try to get family back together because still traumatic with the accident and surgeries and stuff for her and eight kids and several businesses. Anyway, I got back together with him. Um, While we were together, uh, he had some guy come over that was, kind of frantic and probably was self-medicating too much. And he mm-hmm. had these two machine guns. Well, we took them and he bought them and we put them in the safe. And uh, I filled out the applications. I had to go get fingerprinted because he's a, he was a felon. He couldn't do it, um, mm-hmm. which I had to play heck trying to get fingerprinted in this county. Um, but I did that. And all he had to do was send in it those applications with the fingerprint card and $200 and he would have had license in my name along with the, the firearms. And I knew they were going to kill somebody and I was going to go to jail for it. I just knew that was going to happen. Um, Did they? <laughs> well, no, cause I kind of went to the ATF and I went to the FBI and I went to the OSBI and I mentioned in open court that they were in his attorney's office in a cardboard box. And everything that was to get it on the record. The, yeah, the best thing was telling him it was in the uh, attorney's office in a cardboard box because that um, relinquished, that put on the record that they were not in my possession. Okay. But, um, yeah, it was. 
when you don't so it, know who to go to for help, it, it's terrible because everybody you go to causes more problems. The FBI guy I talked to, his cousin works at Clark County Sheriff's Department. <laughs> wow. And you'd think that that would be a good thing, but it's not a good thing because because uh, they're not doing the right thing. So he's exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, in and relationship, I truly believe- that's something that she said earlier about, you know, they'll eventually try to run you out of town, do this, that, or the other. Well, and you just touched on it. One of the best protections that any individual that's going to stand up against public corruption, and Tanya, we've talked about this, mm-hmm. is the simple filing of the written document. It doesn't matter if it's your simple statement and you take it to your courthouse, make them take it and put it on the public record mm-hmm. because you get a certified copy of that. You know, you're if you're sending to. it, it was, well, you will. But if you go to these different agencies, you know I've been to every one of them up at the Capitol. If you're not mm-hmm. putting written documents or getting something in writing, it's not going anywhere and it gets tra- trashed. And typically, even if you file something, it's just going to sit there till it rots. And or, I'm or sure this lady. Get, yeah, or you're going to get de- denied. Or, uh, But the thing is, you want a paper trail. That's just that you do want a paper trail. So right. so what what came as a result of all of all of this? Like, So you did wind up getting divorced. Is that correct? Uh, yes. Um, basically, they squeezed me out of the life. Um, the judge gave my daughter from a previous marriage to her ex-stepfather as guardian, and then they all moved to Maine. I did not see six of my children for eight years. (gasps) Now, I was paying child support here. You know what? Maine sent me a bill. They wanted child support. I'm like, hey, 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 whoa. (laughs) And now I figured it out. (laughs) Right, right. Well, and then that $500,000 judgment that uh, my ex-husband had gotten me against me in the civil court to protect the assets for a divorce, Mm -hmm. they would use that to garnish my minimum wage job that I had to get because I pled to a charge. Um, They would garnish my paycheck, and then they would would, uh, charge me with contempt of court for not paying child support which was a probation violation. <laughs> I mean, it was nitty-gritty. I don't know why I'm here. I should have disappeared. They had you in a corner. They had you in a corner. They put you. In... So how long are you on probation for? I was only on for a year and a half until I insulted a judge's lineage, and then it turned to three years. <laughs> But uh, I completed that in 2005, but the completion paper was not filed correctly. I didn't find out until 12 years later when I had to go get a copy for employment that I had completed my obligation to society, and they had marked that I hadn't completed it and had completed it. So for 12 years, I don't know who looked at it. I don't think anybody does, but they couldn't even get me the see you later paper right. I mean, <laughs> and then I'm all nervous because I got to go and I got to say, hey, this is not right. How can this be? Both? This can't be. You have to fix this. <laughs> you know, and I'm worried about them coming and getting me and jacking me again and, and um, just to get something done right. And, and the paperwork as far as the FBI and all that, that is 100% correct. And thank goodness that. FBI agent did tell me to uh, put it in a bullet um, type presentation, bullet point, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, statements in order of occurrences, yeah, right, and to also send him a copy of anything that I sent to any other government agency, and I said, oh, why you're not doing nothing now? Why would I waste the paper? And right. he said, because I have to tell my boss why I'm getting this. And it's your paper trail. So, but still, there was nothing going to be done about it. <laughs> right. And, and right. for for somebody who is in a wearing a badge or wearing a robe or wearing a 
an elected position of prosecution. Um, mm-hmm. They shouldn't have the power to play people's lives because they destroy the lives they play with. Yes. Um, yeah, they really do. They, they really with do. With no... With no conscience. No conscience. They're, they're above doing wrong. So they don't even see what they're doing as wrong. Um, my they daughter they now have, is in... Yeah? But they also have zero accountability. Correct. To anyone. Correct. And we have people up here um, in the... Uh, forming a militia and... Uh, to support the police officers from any rioters or demonstrators. And um, the Read Frontier had a really good article on it. But it, it's just sad that there's not – paparazzi had to take him down? I know this judge has done horrible, horrible things to children and, and this is what we'll talk more uh, more about. And this is exactly a beautiful thing to be. Uh, it's bittersweet, but it's like when you're involved in something like what you're involved in, you find out that you're not alone. And if you do have a mouth like you do, you know, uh, people start people. You'll hear from other people. You'll find out what their stories are too. Now, is this judge still on the bench? Um, well, he's a special judge now. In the same oh, county, yeah. Um, instead of just the district judge. And the district judge looks over the special judge. Um, you know what's amazing? In Oklahoma, they don't actually get reviews every year. They're, they're, they are not, as far as when uh, various judges go up for election as well, you know, they don't get they don't get reviews. Now the district judge appoints special judges, but as far as the district judges goes, I mean, judges do not go through reviews. Now, is that a problem or not? You know, don't you want to go into the robing room and see how many complaints there are about these judges? You know, look at the robing room.com, the robing room.com. And in Oklahoma, you'll find that it's usually the same judges, the is it names that keep coming up and you'll hear it from, and it says whether it's a client, a witness or an attorney, you can bring in a complaint. Um, and unbelievable what some of these, you know, judges have uh, on them, you, you know, and, and so and the complaints that go in on them and yet, they are not given reviews. Well, As a matter of fact, judge you don't even have me. to be an attorney. You don't have to have a bar license. You have not, You don't have to to be be a, a special judge. I didn't. I was unaware of that. Yeah, but there was a judge that told me when I was trying to observe my daughter's um, uh, progress through the system. Um, I was told that if my name was not on the docket to get out of the courtroom or it would be. And I just, uh, I know my mouth yeah. opened. I know my jaw dropped. I was like, what? <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Welcome to America. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah, Tanya, well, I tried, yeah, I tried to see it. I tried to sit in on a miners court. I'm trying to remember what the town was, just south of Oklahoma City, and I was told I needed to leave. I could not if observe. If it's a miners court, you can't on yeah. a miner. Right. Yeah, that I can understand. Right. But on a regular docket. Uh, right. <laughs> on a regular docket, yeah. No, I remember when I was sitting in. Uh, I went in a couple of for uh, for uh, a couple of days, and I did some observing of a couple of different judges, um, and uh, uh, including one that I was in front of. And they both looked at me and said, "And you're here because?" And I said, oh, "I'm just observing." You know, <laughs> they want to know who's there. They they want well, to know who's there and the why, same thing and they police. keep and they keep the most complex cases, the ones that involve the most corruption, until uh, the very end because they want 
the, they want that uh, courtroom to be empty when they do the things that they do to you. That's oh, just, it always that's was for me. Typical. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. That's pretty typical. It's 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 a it's a pattern. It's a pattern and the, for sure. And the uh, conviction rate uh, versus plea bargain. You know, they they cultured the state to hey, I'll just plead because that way I'm done with them. I'll get them out of my hair. And it's easier to do that than to stand up for your rights a lot of times. Um, well, I would have stood up for mine, and I would have fought them with everything I had if it, they didn't use one of my children as the only state's witness. Uh, well, the I reason I play, the reason I get you to plea bargain is because you have no appeal rights. And the one gentleman that I met that Tanya referred to, that's what this high-profile attorney out of Oklahoma City told him, how far do you want to fight this because they're going to want you to plea bargain. You do that, you're basically you know, giving in. Because you've got well, no appeal right to the Supreme Court. I did get an illegal arrest, illegal impound, illegal inventory. Um, and I didn't file on that because that was in <laughs> – I went through that because I filed a complaint previous. Um, and I didn't think I could survive another one. Um, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. I'm sorry. Well, it happens to more than just me. I'm a well, big mouth, and I absolutely. I stood up, and and I would tell them this is wrong, Your Honor. I can't comply. I have obligation to a criminal court across the hall. I can't touch a gun. Well, I don't care what right. happens. But I but I stood up and I protested after I saw the ADA get paid. I protested every time they made me go to that town for two hours with a sign, no more pay for K. I, there was nothing else I could do. I mean, I was already right. peeing in all their cups, jumping through their hoops. They were lighting them on fire. Um, and it's such a small community that attorneys that represented my children in the first set of, of altercations from 97 to 99 ended up representing me in my altercations in 2001. Wow. And I did not feel comfortable with that. Um, that's the one that I pled to. I had a different right. uh, attorney for the illegal arrest. Um, but when I turned myself in for the larceny charge, they strip searched me for money. Now, I had my bondsman with me, um, so it was just a walkthrough. They took me back and strip searched me for money on the civil case that they had gotten during the first divorce. And I heard that was um, usually held for IRS. They normally don't strip search somebody for money um, on a civil case. That's so strange. I got it. (laughs) Anything to intimidate. Oh, yeah. They really tried to... um, And I'll tell you, there was a couple of times I almost went, you know, um, and took care of things myself. Um, And when the judge gave my daughter to her ex-stepfather, that's when I called my bondsman and demanded the meeting with the FBI or I was going to go home and mount up and clean this county myself. Um, Thank goodness they facilitated the meeting. Um, which just distracted me and let me calm down so I wouldn't go and kill everybody. Um, right, right. But, yeah, you can't be doing that. That's not going to do any good. No, um, but I, I was 10 minutes from going underground from with all my kids. I showed up 10 minutes early to school, and they wouldn't let her out, and then Dad kind of got weird. But this was out of frustration that out of the system that's supposed to protect my children and be right and wrong, which is baloney. It's exactly. a dollar sign right and wrong. Now, I didn't know what else to do. Um, they are scattered. I have three here in Oklahoma, one in Alaska, and um, four in Maine. So do you get to see them? Um, when, no. I mean, every once in a while, every couple of years, they'll come out or something and visit their sister or something. Um, unfortunately, the children 
it didn't have my counterbalance. Uh, their father was very narcissistic. So mm-hmm. they have naturally, um, most of them picked up those tendencies. Um, mm-hmm. So it, it makes it difficult for me to have meaningful relationships with them. But mm-hmm. you are not going to insult me or degrade me just because I'm here. <laughs> right. Um, respect. Well, and, they, be and they've been brainwashed too, you know, it sounds like, you know. I didn't and put it in my side. It wasn't their, I'm, their thing, you know. Right. <laughs> right. I was totally worried about the psychological effect and, and, and worrying so much. Um, I believe I made it that much worse because I wasn't able to um, protect them. Um, because of that, one of my children got sexually abused by the new stepmom that he moved in with her grown children. And two of my children witnessed the murder in Maine because he bought a bar for a family business. It's just... There's there's a lot of there's a lot of arms to this whole story, aren't there? There's there are, options. and they're not just yeah. mine. I know that they didn't get this good just for me. <laughs> right? No, no, I mean, no. They, they toasted my marshmallows. I'm telling you, <laughs> in every yeah. aspect, no, it's, financial. It's, well, that, that's what they want. They want to make you crazy. They want to make you crazy. They want to keep throwing things at you. So that you just crumble and you just stop. It's um, my 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 song was "Chub Something" by Chebawamba. And what was the song? Now remember, we're on a Christian radio station, so just be just in case. (laughs) It's no, it's good. It's I get knocked down, but I get up again. You're never gonna keep me down. I get knocked oh. down, but I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. And there's some other verses that probably aren't fit for radio. But that was the part of the song. I could sing it. It was a current song on the radio. Um, I would feel energized. My kids could sing, and they didn't know that they were singing, you know. Um, right. Yeah. Wow. And it's crazy well. talking to the kids and seeing what each one remembers is, is – is, um, quite interesting too and many of my children also have problems with law enforcement um, in their adult lives Um, they were forced to watch payments to the cops by their dad so they would know he was in charge Um, right but even even just regular where is he now is he in Oklahoma oh no 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 as soon as I started, you know, because I was always standing up and doing what they said, and okay, now what? And okay, this is wrong, but okay, now what? Um, when I started getting the upper hand and and proving that I wasn't what was being said, um, he moved out of state. He got oh. my daughter under guardianship. As soon as he got that, um, he opened the internet, found the farthest place he could buy, and that's where he went. So, I'm sorry. Um, well, it, it hurts me that, you know, everything happens for a reason. I believe that. Yeah. And uh, and I'm guided through this crazy world. I didn't walk through here alone. I, I'm, I'm here because I had somebody beside me, not somebody that let it happen, but somebody that helped me walk through it and right. not lose my mind and not lose who I was and have empathy for all those others that don't have it as headstrong and, and um, big mouth as I am. Right. Um, right. Well, we, I know that we've got more, definitely more to, more to talk about um, uh, with, with this case. Um uh, I didn't mean to hog the time. Sorry about that. No, 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 no. It's just we're just doing an hour tonight. Um, but it, it's it's very much like, and it's not to take away from what you've gone through. Uh, the interesting thing is, and I've said it before, and I, and I will say it again, the interesting thing is that what happens is 
this pattern is so easily established after you've watched it and seen it long enough um, that we, people could tell their own stories. And it's just happening in different parts of 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 Oklahoma and of the country, quite frankly. But I appreciate you coming on and and uh, giving us a teaser, if you if you will, a bittersweet teaser on your story. And we're going to get more in depth to that, and and we're going to speak more um, in more detail about the different players in this, and find out about uh, those children that were uh, abused, that were basically kidnapped. It sounds like by. Uh, at the hands of this judge and this county. Uh, so I appreciate you coming on and having the courage to um, uh, give your name and to share your story. And uh, and James, uh, as always, and glad to hear you uh, back on with us again, too. I'm just going to finish up with a couple little things uh, uh, before we close out tonight, because, again, we're, we're shutting down in about three and a half, four minutes. Um, regarding the prisons in Oklahoma, so with what's going on there. Lawton, Lawton has uh, COVID spread uh, uh, very, very, very bad. To my understanding, it's all over Lawton. However, the, um, however, the uh, symptoms are not extreme. But apparently, and I got this from the inside, uh, the conditions are, are very bad. Um, still as far as um, creating a, a, a barrier, uh, if you will. Uh, I also have heard from somebody else from the, in, from the inside. I don't know what more I can add other than it's so hard on us in here right now. It would be nice if some of us that's been here for 25, 30, up past 40 years can get a second chance, question mark. To address the aging prison population, we are in here and far more susceptible to the COVID-19. It's like they want us to die from it. Um, we've had this man's uh, case on, but I'm not disclosing who it is. Um, and uh, um, let me see. Uh, so here is an observer. So I'm at Washington County, Oklahoma Sheriff's County Jail today. While I'm there, an inmate is being annoying by making unnecessary noises and has been for for 18 hours, said one of the guards. A nurse gives him some pills of something, and 10 minutes later, the dude is dead. One of the guards asks, is that the one who's been making all that noise? The other says yes, and his response was good. All right. Now, there is an article. Okay, so... His response was good. So whatever he was given, allegedly, is what might have actually killed him um, to quiet him down. So who knows? Uh, but then there's, uh, there's an article. It's, uh, if you look it up, uh, there's an article uh, about this death um, in, uh, uh, where is that? I can't remember the name of that, uh, but it is in Oklahoma. Uh, I think Washington, the, the town of Washington, I believe, or Washington County, Google it, uh, about that death, okay? And then let me see. I've got something else that I wanted to share with you. Oh, yes, uh, good news regarding um, an election is that Hamilton uh, Hamilton won. Hamilton, uh, state senator, he has District 7 uh, Senate race has won. So he's taken out a career politician. Um, so congratulations to Hamilton. I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. We look forward to catching up with you. This has been a quick but a nice little um, roundtable with James Treat and Cynthia Porter. So I appreciate um, you joining me and us tonight. And listeners, uh, please, you know, any questions, comments, concerns, any ideas, thoughts that you'd like to see on this show, please reach out to me at InjusticeInOklahoma at gmail.com. I'm Tanya Hathaway, your host of Tanya Talks, where your voice is heard and your stories told on Marty Oakley's TS Radio Network and Stephen Burke's 89.9 KLRB-FM, Lighthouse Christian Radio out of Stewart, Oklahoma. And Mother... Thank you so very much for tuning in. I'm saying a quick hi to my mother. I read a great article that she sent me about a success story about um, an inmate. And I'll catch up with that next time with this beautiful, wonderful, caring, loving, and attentive 
audience. God bless all and good night.